from Best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and Didi LaFrage. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the junkie apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey there, it's the San Francisco Dam Zone. I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. Thanks for coming along. This is your daily tenderloin truth bomb from San Francisco's very own Little Hell's Kitchen on the east side for Saturday, November 21st, 2020. How are you doing? It's a very nice day in San Francisco, sort of bluish gray. It feels warmer than it is. It's not a strong wind. It's a nice fall day here. I hope you are doing well in your corner of the world. Many of you have more freedoms than we do here in San Francisco. San Francisco schools for elementary children have not been open practically all year. Swimming pools are closed. The people who have the most freedoms here in San Francisco are the homeless, and there are thousands of homeless drug addicts, also known as junkies, living on sidewalks in their tents, setting fires, uh, robbing buildings, attacking citizens, breaking into cars, breaking into bikes. I keep repeating this because it's the reality, regardless of the optics. And trust me, San Francisco is a beautiful jewel box of a city without all the homeless freaks. Yeah, I said that. What? unclutch the pearls. Without all the homeless freaks, this would be a great city. And listen, regardless of what the mainstream media might tell you, the majority of the people on the streets of San Francisco are not citizens that got displaced out of their homes. They are drifters who came out here to California, came out to San Francisco because of the reputation being a druggie free-for-all, knowing they could get a quick welfare check for $500, get their food stamps for $200. The mayor allows them to, quote, shelter in place eye roll on the sidewalk, ostensibly protecting them against COVID-19. They close most of the homeless shelters. A few that are open, from what I understand, only have 25% capacity. So the sadistic, yeah, sadistic, not compassionate. Sadistic City Hall says it's better for homeless people to be on the sidewalks bothering everybody than being in a homeless shelter. We're protecting them. Gag. We're allergic to free-range, hyper-allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. Now, let me get to the point. After my little kvetch, my little rant, just putting you up to speed to San Francisco. Again, it's a beautiful city. People are putting uh, neon lights in their window. There's a, a holiday feel in the air and this skeleton locked up, boarded up city. I'm here to talk about black groupthink, black bullying. I am a black woman. I am a biological woman. I was not born with a penis. I did something today I shouldn't have. I take the weekends off from social media. I got a um, a little ping, and someone replied to a comment. I said, let me look at this. And I replied, and I shouldn't have. So I'm going to take my advice and just stay off social media for the entire weekend, and I am off. I won't be 
there. What I do is I take 48 hours off. So I came back and I commented, so I won't be back on social media until 48 hours after that last comment on Monday. So here you, here we go. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Didi LaFrac. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. In general, African-American culture is a bullying culture. This is my perspective. I'm not here to represent or talk about other races. So if you're listening like, my race is, we're bullies too. I don't care about your race, honestly. I cannot, uh, I don't have the lived experience to say Hispanic culture is bullying, Asian, white. I'm here to share my lived experience. African-American culture, black American culture is a punitive and bullying culture towards black women. Not all. If you if you are not going along with the group think, they come for you, honey. They come for you. And what I meant to say is that I went back to Twitter. I got an announcement. There was a comment. And I made a comment saying I did a poll and some people that I know in Milwaukee voted for Trump. And of course, here comes this knucklehead black male because their black males have to try to put black women back in their place. Trust me, they're not marrying black women. We've got a 75, 75% out of wedlock rate. 70% of black kids are raised in homes without their fathers. Are you listening to me? 75% out of wedlock rate. The majority of black kids are raised without their parents being married. Seven out of 10 black kids are living in a home without their father, but black males try to bully black women who don't go along with the group thing. Now, everybody knows I voted for Trump. If you didn't, know I did. If you want to bully me about that, you need to save it. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. I find black bullying extremely hypocritical. And myself, I can say this, I have been a recipient of black bullying my entire life. I'm a middle-aged woman. The last time I got bullied by a black woman, besides the crap on social media, but that's just trolling, a family member who was deceased, this person, every time I went back to Milwaukee, this person would bully me, would do these weird things I can't even go into, but it'd be bullying. Of course, I'm an assertive woman with a backbone. I have mental strength. I'm not a strong black woman. Uh, Squash that. I have mental strength. I'm brave, too, so I always stand up to the family bully, but it would be relentless. And this person is deceased, you know. You know. <sighs> and, and it's so funny, when I was talking about this person, I couldn't say that I loved them. When I wrote on their obituary, the little thing, I couldn't say I loved them. When I was talking at the funeral, I couldn't say I love this person because even right now, they were sitting in front of me. I would say, I don't love you because you bullied me for so long. And they're deceased. Now, black American bullying is hypocritical because... I already told you about the out-of-wedlock rate, the the number of homes that are led by women, so that leads to the women being unprotected. But black women are expected to be the uh, pit bulls and the protectors of black males. We're supposed to stand in between black males and the white man. I roll, and I'll tell you why I'm rolling my eyes, because black males interracially date and mate more than anybody in America outside of Asian females. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying? So we're supposed to stand between 
uh, be the pit bulls, go out there protest. You know, black male got shot by a cop. Let me let me lace up my shoes and get a picket sign and go protect the brothers. We gotta protect the kings. Who's protecting the black women? See, black American culture needs a reform. Besides the fact that it bullies anybody who doesn't go along with the group thing. For instance, I'm not a Democrat anymore. How could I be a Democrat living in downtown San Francisco where my neighborhood, City Hall, allowed my neighborhood to be used as a containment area? We had a pop-up, scandalous, junky shelter-in-place slum. It was there for six months. It was like a festering sore. It was like a big cockroach hive. I'm not exaggerating. They were loud because they're junkies living in tents. It was unhygienic. They were making noise 24 hours a day. They were breaking into cars, breaking into restaurants, assaulting people. And I'm supposed to vote for the government that think that's okay for people? No. Living in downtown San Francisco probably would have made me a Republican, as is I am independent, politically independent. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. I ignore the black bullying, but I see it as like a sociopathic because they basically just want to exploit black women as labor, unmarried, religious single mothers standing up for the black male who's going to go take his resources and marry or mate with a woman outside of his race. Everybody knows how much black males chase white women. Everybody has listened to hip-hop, how black males are dissing black women, dissing our hair, dissing everything about us. And now they're talking about black women abortion. Black people in abortion, please. Black people are such hypocrites. The average black male, I said the average. Average. That's 7 out of 10. To me, they're anti-family. A man who is pro-family is going to be in the home raising their kids. So they try to guilt trip black women. Oh, the black women get so the 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 least safe place for a black baby is in a black woman's womb because she gets an abortion. They lie. That's bullying. They are not pro-family because they they were pro-family. They'd be marrying the mom of their kids. Okay, the bullying needs to cease because the whole world sees the hypocrisy. So I made the mistake and went back to Twitter and I commented because I said it was some comment and I said, yeah, well, I did a poll and people I know voted for uh, uh, Trump and here comes this knucklehead Negro. The guy calls himself Pan-African Iroh. Pan-African means I love white women, but black women who aren't hip, you know, they, they buy the crap. Oh, let me protect the king. I'm not calling any man king. You can bump that noise. So this dude came trying to check me. I said, I called him a bully. I told him he needs to be taking care of the community, taking care of kids. I said, if you come back and comment again, you prove you are weak. He came back and comment, commented again, and then I blocked him. Because black, I don't allow anybody to break my will. I don't allow anybody to tell me how I th- should think, how I should vote. I am basically impervious to bullies, except I will have a brief conversation with them. Let them know they haven't broken my will. Let them know I'm not going along with their uh, dysfunction and they could go kick rocks. All right. So everybody who are listening to this, this is my experience, my lived experience as a middle-aged black woman 
born of two black parents. And thank God my parents were married. My, I would be so neurotic if my mom and dad didn't marry. I would be like, oh my goodness. I would be so embarrassed. But that's just me. Again, I'm middle-aged. I'm not Gen X, Y, or Z. Hey, everybody. I bring it to you daily. It's a storytelling platform. I appreciate you listening. I love you. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaPrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco, damn. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Damn Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening. San Francisco Damn Daily Truth Bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary.